Hello and welcome to EMPcast, your NTU employability podcast. A podcast where we chat about all things employability, talking with NTU's very own students, graduates and employees as we ask them about their journey so far entering the world of work. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Diana from the Enterprise team here at NTU, helping students, graduates, staff, and anyone with a good idea to start up, grow, and innovate in business. Just so you know, the ball game I played at school was netball. I'm tall, so I always ended up being the goal shooter or the goal defense. Co-hosting with me today is the lovely Graham Wyborn. Hi guys, I'm Graham. I'm the uh, careers consultant for the business school and also for all courses in Mansfield. And my first ever football game that I went to see was seeing Mansfield Town win the 1987 Freight Rover Trophy at Wembley, beating Bristol City on penalties. Wow, that's amazing. And actually, I've never been to see a football game. My dad always said he'd take me to see Newcastle United, my home team. Whoop, whoop. Um, but unfortunately, that didn't happen. Anyway, um, today, uh, with the football references you might have guessed, we are joined by Mansfield Town player, sport and exercise student, and the first MCAS guest to have their very own Wikipedia page, James Clark. How are you today, James? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Good to have you here as a guest, and um, we'll hear more about your uh, game, football, and maybe what you think of Newcastle United later on. But... <laughs> Before we get to the tons of questions we have to ask you, of course, we have to have the icebreaker challenge. So take it away, Graham. So this is the icebreaker challenge, James. So it's something we do with all our guests to see who can get through as many icebreakers within the new allocated time of randomly 77 seconds. So are you up for it, James? I'm ready, yeah. Okay, so remember the key is to answer as quick as you can. So we're just gonna put the time on the clock and your time will start in three, two, one, now. Mayonnaise or ketchup? Ketchup. Sandals or flip-flops? Flip-flops. Would you rather move to a new city or town every week or never be able to leave the town or city you were born in? Change every week. Cabri or Galaxy? Cabri. Up to yet, what has been your favourite age to be and why? Um, 14, because it was that point in school where it's not that serious, but then you can still kind of grow up to have a bit of fun. Well, that's it. If you had one extra hour a day, how would you use it? I know the most popular answer is sleeping, but I'm going to say reading. Mm. Ooh, different. Who would play you in a movie of your life? Zac Efron. What is your favourite quote? Um, there's one by an old philosopher, Marcus Aurelius, I think he's called, and it's um, live every. You could leave Earth right now, so let that determine what you do and say and think. Fabulous. Yeah, good one. Uh, what's your go-to karaoke song? Kings of Leon, uh, Sex on Fire. Great song. What three words would your friends use to describe you? Um, 
Outgoing, sporty, and probably annoying. And that is it. So how did I do? Managed to get through ten. I don't know how they did thirteen or fourteen, <laughs> but ten is amazing. And well, yeah, that was a confident answering straight off oh, out yeah, the blocks I there. Was, I thought I was. I did well there. Uh, yeah. Zach Efron, interesting choice. I mean, I can see it now. Zach yeah. Efron, Field Mill. <laughs> a bit of thought, but that, that, that one there was the best one that came to mind. <laughs> so I really like your answer, James, in terms of reading rather than sleeping, because sleeping seems to be the popular answer when Absolutely, we do Absolutely, yeah. So what book are you reading at the moment? Um, I've got a couple, actually, at the moment. I, I tend not to stick to just one. I kind of like to flip between a few. So I've got um, one called The Chimp Paradox, which is all about... Oh, um, yeah management of the mind and how your mind works um, and also got another one called child 44 which is about um the russian the russian empire kind of thing back in back in the wartime so uh quite interesting i've got like a variety of different of different interests i suppose and i, I like i like reading stuff about how the mind works and stuff and i'm uh, quite big on that so and obviously helps me in a day-to-day basis so does that help um the the chimp paradox does that help with your football as well in terms of the mental side of the game yeah definitely i mean there's been times obviously growing up where maybe i've not been able to manage my emotions so well and, and over the past year or year and a half i've kind of thought it's another way to develop a game rather than physically mentally is also just as important Right, that's great. So, James, if it's okay with you, we'll get to asking you some of those questions. You're currently studying a foundation degree in sports and exercise alongside playing for the Stags. So what made you do that? Um, kind of as I was, I've always been brought up knowing that education is, is a massive part of, and it's very important. And um, I think... When I at my previous club when I was at Burnley, I, I kind of I did a a B Tech kind of sports course, um, and then when I joined for the Stags, I was the opportunity arose to um, to come, and obviously that it was when um, it was West Notts College then, and obviously now we've transferred into NTU, which has been massive for me. I, I mean, it, it's been really good, and I think being able to study sports alongside my games not only is it kind of like a backup if football doesn't quite work but I can also use what I learn in uni on a day-to-day basis to to improve my game as well obviously with COVID and stuff it's been quite hard not getting in but with it being online it's almost kind of helped me a little bit um because I can kind of do stuff in my own time and not have to rush to get in but it's helped me in a lot of ways because we do a lot of like I said psychological stuff we do a lot of sports psychology we do a lot of we did some nutrition last year. This year, we've done a lot of um, kind of biomechanics um, and stuff like that. So it's it's I'm learning every day kind of thing. And there's some things that I thought I knew a lot about, which when I actually now I'm at uni, I kind of realised I didn't know as much as I thought I did. So the BTEC route is is something that maybe not everyone knows about in terms of getting into university because your classic A level route is is not the way everyone comes to university, particularly at NTU. Um, do you feel like you're kind of flying a flag for for uh, you know perhaps a, a different way of a, a bit more of a kind of wiggly path into university, a bit of no. a, a bit of a dribble in into <laughs> university? No, well, 100%. Um, I think when I 
first went to the, do the, the uh, to do the BTEC course, um, my mum and dad were kind of a bit sceptical because they always thought mm, BTEC like they always had that kind of old school mentality of it's it's not really as good like it, it's A levels what you need to be doing and we kind of undernawed I was gonna. I was going to try and do A-levels instead of a B-tech. And then we kind of came up with the decision that that would be a bit too hard on, on me at the time. And I should focus more on my football and then do the B-tech alongside, which in the end was the best idea because my brother went to university at Lancaster and I ended up coming out with, I think, only a couple less UCAS points than him. So in the end, it wasn't, it didn't detriment me in any way. It probably benefited me in the long run. And from what I know about B-techs, probably prepared you for some of the things that you're doing now in terms of nutrition and anatomy and the like because that is embedded into the BTEC um, sort of background isn't it and and clearly you went for that because you you got your distinction. Yeah definitely I, I mean with the um, BTEC as well there was also a lot of reading which we had to do to help with our assessments which then going into university I was kind of prepared for the amount of reading that we ended up having to do and and, and stuff like that so it's it set me up perfectly, I think, and I couldn't have I couldn't have wished for it to go any better, to be honest. Yeah, study is very much a personal thing, and and the route that you take is is about um, your skills, where you want to go, your passions, all of that. So I think that's a really good message to get across as well. You know that 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 was the route that worked for you, very personal. Yeah, one of the things I wanted to ask you was about football teams that you supported when you started playing. You know, obviously, I've mentioned my hometown of Newcastle-upon-Tyne, and I don't think my team are doing particularly well now. Um, I wore my rosette when they were in the FA Cup. That's how old I am. And, you know, they were a good team then. What about the teams you support? Obviously, as you can probably tell from my accent, I'm not from Mansfield. So uh, I'm from I'm from near Liverpool. So Liverpool is my team. I've Grew up, my, my dad is a die-hard Liverpool fan. He's, he went to the 2005 Champions League final. Me and him and my brother went to the Champions League final a couple of years ago when we won. Um, we were on the bus for 52 hours to get there. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a massive Liverpool fan and I don't think, don't think I'd change anything about that apart from maybe some of the results at the minute that aren't going so well. <laughs> but a die-hard fan doesn't care about the results. The same with me exactly. with Newcastle on time. So... James has mentioned before, you are combining studying this degree with playing professional football for Mansell Town. And I just want to ask you, A, what do your teammates at Mansell Town make of you studying? And also your classmates at NTU, what do they say about you playing for Stags and do you get any stick from them? Um, well, from the players at Mansfield, they, they kind of just accept it like as when I first joined Mansfield, I, I started straight away there. So it was kind of, it was kind of like, that was just like the norm kind of thing. They, a lot of the, a few, there was, there's one other lad who was, um, who's previously, he's a bit older, but when he was, he was younger, he was at Charlton and he did, he did a degree there. And so I've kind of got him to bounce off and I can kind of ask him questions on how he coped maybe doing some things. But um, all the other lads are great there. They don't, they don't take this, don't take, take the mickey or anything like that. I think they just accept that I've got kind of, got a plan in place and I'm doing it for, for the right reason so um so I think they just accept that and and the and the, the other peers at the uh, at uni they yeah I do get a bit of stick off them sometimes maybe but uh I think they they just integrate me as a normal student it's no different to anyone else they don't they don't put me down or or 
put me above anyone else. I'm just one of them, really. Do they try and tap you up for tickets? <laughs> well, I don't think don't think many of them are Mansfield fans, to be honest. But, oh, uh, right. <laughs> I think everybody would just love to watch a match at the moment. I, I think know, that's yeah. the big thing, yeah. isn't it? So yeah, definitely. Hopefully, it'll be a big crowd there soon. Yeah. How do you cope with that then, playing with no fans? Do you notice there's a difference? Um, yeah, I think it, at the start it was really weird because um, obviously we've gone from playing. I mean, Bradford City is. 18,000 fans going there last season and then gone from we played there last season and we played there a couple of weeks ago when there was no one there and it was you can hear the echoes of the ball and it's 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 really bizarre and just the atmosphere is totally different it kind of feels not like a proper game sometimes but we've had to get used to it over the course of the season and then um, hopefully yeah like you said it won't be too long before people can get back in and we can we can have people watching again Sports people often have those kind of like uh, tricks, mantras, sort of um, lucky things. Is there anything that you're able to reveal to us that that you do before a game, or the particular thing you wear, or something like that? I've I've, I've read a lot of funny superstitions that that some people have, but I have to say that I don't at the minute. Um, but I've heard people like I read a book. Pepe Reina, he was the old goalkeeper at Liverpool. His superstition was he had to fill up his car to the max at the same petrol station the day before every game <laughs> which was that's probably the strangest one I've heard of so far but yeah I don't have anything like that that's a weird one so it's not like <laughs> you know as simple as having the right kind of underwear that you normally wear for your game or something no, that's no. that's a bit specific isn't it you know yeah. fuel, fueling up your car and how that connects doesn't make yeah. sense and if you want if you want to see um if you want to see someone with a lot of superstition get into Rafa Nadal and watch him because he's a crazy every every point with tennis he he has to do certain things it's, and his water bottles have to be facing a certain way he's I think he's a bit OCD actually but <laughs> but it's worked yeah it has, he has, has been worked. the most successful tennis players so some exactly. work in there <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah, stick with it. So it sounds like you're really busy at the moment, obviously playing football and combining with your studies. And so what do you like to do in your spare time? You mentioned reading. Is there any other hobbies and things you like to do to relax? Um, I'm a, I'm obviously a very sports-based person, so I, I watch quite a lot of sports, documentaries, football matches. Um, but yeah, I like to just have a down day and, and not focus too much on, on what's going on. Can I ask, do you play FIFA? I don't. Actually, no, I think I'm probably one of the only lads in the team who doesn't. Um, I'm too busy otherwise, I can't, I can't, I've got no time for that, and I'm not very good. I was going to ask, I've been looking at your ratings, and pace is 73. Is that an accurate rating for you? Um, I was actually surprised thinking it would be a bit lower than that, but yeah, I'll take that 73. Still, <laughs> still room for improvement, but I'll take it. And you don't play football manager either. No, a few of my mates, a few of my mates play it, and they've said, "Oh, I've got you playing for Liverpool, I've got you playing for Barcelona, all that kind of stuff." So that that kind of stuff, it's it's, it's quite it's quite nice to hear. But uh, no, I don't play it myself. <laughs> um, without without suggesting that you want to move anywhere, what what would be your dream uh, ticket to to move to? Would it be Liverpool, your home team? I think I think it would have to be yeah. Um, just I've grown up going to games. I think I went to my first game when I was five. Um, my dad's got a season ticket there. I've been on the list for a season ticket since I was before I was born. Um, so I think that would yeah that would be the dream to be honest. But anywhere I'm, I'm you know I, mean? I just love playing football. So anywhere I get to play professionally and and get paid for doing what I love is you, you can't complain. 
do what you love, love what you do, and the money will follow. That's a, exactly. a you know one of those things that as a mantra that I've had in my head for for pretty much all of my career. Although you're young, James, I've just got to ask a question in terms of your career after football, and hopefully this is a long time away. Um, but as you know, footballer career can be short. You are retired at mid thirties, which is why <laughs> most people yeah. started the careers. Um, yeah. So, what is your plans after your career? Um, I haven't got a set plan of exactly what I'd like to do, but obviously I've got this um, degree that I've got, which can kind of maybe build me onto something else. I've also done a few coaching badges, which maybe that's something I could go into. Um, obviously, as you said, football's a, a short career and it can be cut short at any time. So I think I've just got to try and be prepared as best as possible and maybe put my eggs in a few different baskets. And, and when the time comes, I can then have a few options of what I want to do. So that's where we talk about, you know, transferable skills. And I'm guessing that actually you are in a team. So team player would be one of them. Um, certainly communication as well when, you, when you're part of that team. And you've certainly got to have determination. Are there any other skills that you're kind of thinking that you've started to develop or that you've enhanced through both your degree and also the playing the football um, I think self-awareness has been a big one for me. As I said, I've, I've been reading a lot into into how the mind works and stuff like that. And I think just being aware of what you're thinking, what you're doing, making sure that you're doing everything you can to be the best. And if you're having a down day or, or you're feeling not so great, which everyone has, um, then it's just about understanding how to get through that, who to talk to, what you can do about that, and, and making sure that you don't get into maybe like a bit of a spiral where one thing leads to another it's kind of understanding and and knowing how you're feeling and and then you can get through that and and get to the other side and tomorrow is never as bad as today is so that's what I like to think of sometimes so tomorrow's a new day you can always if you're having a bad day you can always get through it that's really amazing that's that's great advice is there is there something that if you did get into that sort of slightly down mindset that, that you know is the thing to do? You know, is there one top tip that works for you in terms of getting out of it? I wouldn't say I have a top tip, um, but if I feel myself kind of drifting into that kind of spiral, I'm, I might take five, five, 10 minutes or go for go for a walk, listen to something, maybe a podcast like the MCAST or maybe, or um, <laughs> <laughs> just maybe cheer me up or just have a bit of sometimes... I know people don't like to be in their own mind, but sometimes me being with just myself and, and nothing else and not listening to anything, just being with myself kind of helps me get out of that because I can kind of look inwards and, 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 and come out of that. I certainly think when you're kind of walking in nature, that's really refreshing, isn't it? And and you don't necessarily have to be plugged into something else. Um, just, as you say, being with yourself is is really it is at times refreshing and kind of rejuvenating um but obviously just want to flag up for anyone who is struggling that there's lots of advice um from ntu and lots of support services as well um so you know do as you said in your in your first thing about you know if you get yourself in a in a bit of a hole don't be afraid to ask for help and the help is there for you which is which is something that you can go and find 100% and I would say if anyone is listening and struggling don't be afraid find me on Twitter and Instagram and give me a shout and I'm here for a chat. What a fantastic offer. 
<laughs> let's let's hope you're not completely swamped and it takes you <laughs> takes your eye off of the game. We don't want that. I know. <laughs> so just to kind of um, look at a final question, James. Um, obviously, it's great that Mansell Town is supporting you with your studies and looking at helping you advance with your career. Is there any advice that you would give to people, maybe fellow footballers, apprentices at Mansell Town that are maybe thinking of doing this? What advice would you give them? And what kind of resources and support would you give um, to somebody that's interested in this course? Um, I would definitely say if someone was thinking about doing it, then to just go for it. Um, it's well worth your time. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of things to learn. There's a lot of knowledge that you can gain from it, and and in the long run, like I said earlier, it's it's going to help you. It's got, it's only going to help you. You're doing it for yourself. Um, you might think, oh, it's, I'd rather have I'd rather have more time to myself, be able to do whatever. But if you manage your time well, you're going to be able to have time for yourself, time to do what you want as well as doing your uni course, and um, it's going to help you in your game as well. Um, and like like I said. You never know when your football career is going to end. So having something to, to go alongside that and kind of build you on your way, then 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 that's amazing. So um, I would definitely say go for it. In terms of help, I would say the the, the lecturers, especially at the Mansfield campus, I'm, I'm sure everyone else is the same. Um, they're really helpful. They've um, helped me a lot. They've, they've got me through times when maybe I didn't think I could um, didn't think I could I could get to the end of of the assessment or, or whether I thought I was struggling for some time or needed some help. They've, they've also, they've always made time and the effort to, and that's not just with me, that's with the other students as well, who aren't necessarily away from, from uni as much. They, they give everyone an equal amount of time. And so the help will be there. Um, I would say, if you're thinking about doing it, go for it. What I think is really great, James, is that you've emphasised uh, how personal study is. You know, for you, it's working at the same time as studying. For some people, it's just concentrating completely on their studies. You know, there are opportunities that you can take when you're studying for internships, placements, that kind of thing, you know, but, but actually it's also okay if what you want to do is just completely focus on your studies. So, you know, whichever works for you and you've you've again you've really outlined how people can help you and asking for help and and getting that support is really important when you're studying um so talking about new opportunities and experiences we obviously all last year experienced the pandemic and a lot of people used it as a time to explore and try new things so i thought we'd play a bit of a game around that yes it's time to play pass or tackle so did you either tackle some of these new activities that i'm going to shout out or did you pass on them? So are you up for that? I'm up for it, yeah. Brilliant. OK, so number one, taking part in a Joe Wicks exercise class. Unfortunately, pass. I'm sure you get enough of that already. In your <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watching Bridgerton on Netflix. Ooh, pass. I've, I've seen a few new things on Netflix, but not Bridgerton now. OK, the fact that you don't know what it is is probably good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, any Bridgerton fans. I did actually watch it, so I don't know why I'm saying that. Um, probably because I'm trying to appear cool. Uh, tortilla wrap life hack. Ooh, no, pass. 
I don't even know what that is. What is that? Is that where, I think I've done one, where you split a wrap up and you put it into quarters? Like a... Oh, yeah, I've seen those videos, I think. Yeah. I have, but my wife has, and she makes an uh, amazing tuna melt wrap. Oh, oh yeah. I like the sound of that. I might have to try that for lunch. Absolutely. <laughs> Attempting an at-home lockdown haircut. Pass. Mine grew out ridiculously long. Um, so, yeah, that was a pass. I, I kind of wish I did, but I suppose we're, we all live <laughs> Graham in is Graham is pointing <laughs> to his head, which is obviously a little difficult on a podcast, but um, <laughs> Graham has... Yeah, there is some benefits of having no hair in yeah. that it doesn't make any difference whether the hairdressers are closed or not. I've been doing it myself. OK, last one. Baking your own banana bread. Sackle. Mm. Mm. And how did that go? Um, it was bang average, I'd say. I don't know if you've ever been to Crunch Graham in Mansfield, but they do some unbelievable banana bread there. It wasn't quite as good as that, but it was, it was, it was all right. I was impressed. Yeah, theirs is a very good banana bread. Yeah. <laughs> Any baking um, prowess in in your household, Graham? I made some chocolate brownies the other day. Um, that got a seal of approval from my mother-in-law, who would tell me the truth. And she said they were amazing, and if they weren't good, she would tell me. So I think progress on them. Yeah, I I attempted to make um, chocolate chip shortbread. The first time overdid it, so it wasn't really very good. But the second time, it was it was perfect. But I realized soon realized that doing too much baking was not really good for your health and fitness. So <laughs> I um I kind of put a little bit of a a halt on that and got into making interesting salads instead so yeah yeah we we, we perfected the brownie um but then we also did the same and realized that it probably wasn't as good for us as it as it could be so then we actually moved on to making protein pancakes which Ooh. were actually delicious so uh i think they're a new a new uh breakfast for us to have now so what goes uh, into a protein pancake eggs presumably uh, so oats um an egg some protein powder um, and some bicarbonate soda. Blend it all up together. A bit of almond milk as well. Blend it all up together and then you just whack, whack it on the pan and, and you're good to go. That top sounds with, Top with some bananas and strawberries. Oh, delicious. <laughs> um, but we seem to be turning into a baking podcast rather than an <laughs> M-cast. So um, I think that's all we've got time for. But uh, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you today, James. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's been amazing, James, just to get an insight into life at Mansfield Town and also life at NTU. So thank you for your time. No, thank you so much for having me on. It's been a pleasure and I look forward to hearing more of your, more of your podcast as well. Brilliant. That's it for today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed listening and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.